And here's an ad from our sponsors. Have you ever heard about Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. everybody to another episode of the be fearless podcast and today i bring you a very special guest she is a founder of a no-profit christ fest pc she's the founder of a social entrepreneurs leaders and ceo of a successful distribution center in brazil south america she's a top producer at her network marketing and she believed that you i everybody is made for more and i agree with her and i'm so blessed to have her as my friend she is die carter welcome die oh, goodness <laughs> hi everybody Yay! oh my goodness i am so so excited to be here i cannot believe i get to be interviewed by dagmar <laughs> i am so excited about the, about this and thank you for saying yes at a very last minute yeah uh, i am so excited and and i can't wait to hear your story and have everybody hear your story so first of all who is Dai Carter? Oh my God, <laughs> we got so much that we talk about today. It was gonna to be so much fun. Um, so as like Mar saying, my name is Dai Carter. My real, real name is Erica. And a lot of people that are probably gonna hear this and know me, they'll be like, what? Your name is Erica? I had no idea. But it is Dai Carter. I'm actually uh, from Brazil, South America. I speak Portuguese and English, and uh, I'm married. I have two beautiful girls. There are twins, blonde hair and blue eyes. And I have been an entrepreneur for the past seven years. But before that, I worked in the medical field, and I also work in um, hospitality. So. I had a lot, a lot of fun. And I'm just super excited that this new path in my life has been on uh, network marketing and traditional business. You know what is very fun and interesting? Every time I, see, I hear you say that you worked in the medical field, because I worked in the medical field, field in the military. And uh, like people will ask me, like, why you were not, like, why I was not working within what I studied in college in the military and then pursue another career. And I was like, well, you know, it's just like, for me, it was like kind of a, a disconnect. Um, it kind of, you know, gave me uh, an opportunity to work all the things that I was attracted and interested in. Um, mm -hmm. But that was not my dream as I, I was growing up. Now, what was your dream growing up? 
<laughs> the funny thing is like my dream was actually working in the medical field, tell the truth. When I was um, growing up, I, I'm actually, I'm just gonna tell a little bit about my backstory because then everything makes sense. Um, I grew up in poverty in Brazil. We didn't have a lot of clothes. We didn't have a lot of food. We didn't have a lot of toys. And uh, we, we just didn't know any better, but I was a very, very happy kid as a child, right? And uh, I remember that was uh, going to a doctor or going to a hospital was a big deal um, because the people that did not have money, you have to go to the government hospital, right? Which is not very good. And I always felt myself as like, oh my goodness, it would be a dream if I could be a doctor, if I could be a pediatrician, for example. And, uh, and it just because I knew I came from poverty and that was not a realistic dream, it was so like a big, big dream for me. And I felt that was never gonna happen because I know where I come from. I live in a village and most people here in this village, which was close to the beach, we work in the hotels, right? We become waitress, we become receptionists. If you finish your high school, nobody think about going to college or anything like that. So that was my dream, it was like to be a pediatrician, but I always knew that I wanted to do something more. I always knew that I wanted to impact people's lives, but I just I just had no idea what it was. But, um, and I ended up doing, being in the medical field too, but, and then later entrepreneur. So it was like a, a really nice transition. Tell us about that transition. So the transition was like, I I was I working at the hotel, like I said to you, when I was 17 years old. That that was you know what you do back home in Brazil, and then I moved here to the United States when I was 19, um, and then I started working as a flight attendant because I knew how to speak Portuguese and English. That's how I met my husband. He's a pilot. So I did that for seven years, and then right after that, my husband was like, "Okay, we're gonna have kids." I went to school, I became a surgical technologist, which means like assisting surgeon in surgery. And uh, I was working 40, 50 hours a week. I was on my feet all the time. I was unhealthy, even though I work in a hospital. And, um, and I was very like a, a social butterfly, tell the truth. And I was online the whole time. And I remember seeing so many people at that point just posting things about products, posting about their business. Uh, it was something very new because we just went from MySpace. Well, that's what they have before. Remember that? <laughs> and, then, and then right after MySpace was like Facebook. And uh, I, I just keep watching and watching. I was like, how interesting, like, how do they do that? But I didn't act on it. I didn't ask anybody. And I just kept going, working in a hospital. And then one day, um, not one day, but I ended up getting pregnant, right? So I had twins. And I moved from my town that was in St. Louis, a big, big city for this really, really teeny, teeny small town of 1,400 people. And that's when it happens, my transition. I was at home by myself, a stay-at-home mom. Uh, I was working part-time in a hospital just to make a little bit of more money. I was a little bit overweight. And that's when I got interested when people would talk about like home business. 
And that at the same time, I said, okay, still not my time. I went to a woman's conference and uh, I had a vision to, to do like a Christian concert and uh, God helped me out. I, I got into that. I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't know how to put an event together. And I think that he put me through that for a couple years, organizing, learning how to manage people, learn how to take care of volunteers, do sponsorships. And uh, it was so much that I was learning that whenever the opportunity to work from home and it being a network marketing came, I was more open-minded to it. Uh, but I would say for you guys that are out there right now, they're just thinking about working from home. I would just say jump in with both feet and just know that your first couple years, you're going to have so many failures. But then after that, and when you keep going, you're going to be very successful. So my transition was basically work in a hospital 50 hours a week, stay home, you know, stay at home at mom, as, as a mom and having this opportunity, I just jump into it because I starting to learn, you know, like how to manage people, basically. That's what I did. But in network marketing, you don't manage anybody, but that really- You just manage me. yourself. And that's where yeah. the key of success come because you, once you learn how to manage your yourself or employ yourself that's when yeah. you you make everything happen now you yeah. are also an author how'd that happen <laughs> tell us uh that comes from a vision board if you ever heard of anybody ever telling you do your vision board <laughs> and you have never done it i'm going to tell you right now do it I yes. my <laughs> first vision board about seven years ago when i started my journey and uh, every time the thing started to happening, I just like cross it off. And um, so that was one of the things that was there, you know, like being an author. I and and, and you got to dream big because I never thought I was going to be an author. This is like a little girl from Brazil coming from poverty, you know, getting to the United States, working as a flight attendant, you know, working in a hospital. I never thought like, what do I have to say that is important for other people? How mm -hmm. can I ever be an author? But I was so audacious when it comes to my vision board that I put in there, bat seller author. And uh, last year I had an amazing opportunity to uh, write a book and collaborate with other uh, entrepreneurs. And uh, we became actually international bestseller. And I just remember like calling my mom and telling her and she's like, wow, it's like you have like succeeded like way beyond my dreams. Because of course your parents have dreams for you, but mm -hmm. whenever your mom gets to say that to you, it's pretty cool. So I was That's right. old and became a bestseller author. Yay. <laughs> and uh, But I know, because I know there's uh, of something cooking. <laughs> There's something cooking and it's coming in, in May of this year. Yes. Yes. Is that going to be your fourth? That'll be my third one. Your third oh, one. Okay. Yes. yes. So this, <laughs> That's going to be your third one. That's going to be my first one. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am so blessed. We're going to be collaborating in the same book. It's going to be amazing. I know. That's going to be awesome. Now, uh, tell us about your about D. Carter, the international entrepreneur, how that works. Like, 
Because that was a lot of work right there. Yes. <laughs> um, so after Christ Fast, which was a nonprofit organization, um, do not have saved a little bit of money. Um, I was not in network marketing yet. And um, I just hear like so many people telling me, it's like, what are you going to do? You know, are you going to invest this money? Are you going to put in a full 1K? And um, I went back to Brazil and I talked to a few people like, what could I do here? So I was thinking about like, maybe I can put a salon. Maybe I can open a restaurant, right? And I can manage mm -hmm. from back home here. And um, all of a sudden, I had one of my friends from high school. He came up to me and he said, hey, do you know, like, Brazil is different from the United States. In the United States, we have highways everywhere. So you can basically get to Walmart in five minutes. Well, in Brazil, especially the area that I live, we have a lot of narrow roads and we have apartments and houses and business, apartments, houses and business. We don't have like shopping malls that people can just go there. And uh, he said, have you thought about putting a distribution center? And I said, I didn't. I don't have I don't have the experience for it. And uh, so I hire a coach. I highly recommend it, whatever you do in life to hire a coach. It's just like you becoming a nurse and a teacher. You're mm -hmm. going to have somebody else coming next to you and teaching you exactly what to do. Well, it's the same thing for this. So I was very coachable. I hire a mentor, someone that has done it, what I wanted to do, which means open a distribution center. And uh, the first two years, uh, we invest a lot of money. We didn't have any profit whatsoever. And then after the second year, I started to have a profit. And uh, today we basically started a company from zero. Uh, and today it is a seven figures business. So nice. very, very blessed. So this is how I have an international um, you know, distribution center. So I manage everything from home. And um, I used to go home to Brazil like twice or three times in a year. But now with the pandemic, I was mm -hmm. have not been able to go home. But everything's been fine because I can see everything from my computer, all the finances and stuff. So awesome. L let yeah. me ask you a question. How um, entrepreneurship has changed your life? Oh, 180. Oh, my goodness. I have changed so much. Um, I think one of the biggest things that you learn when you say yes to entrepreneurship is that, that you have to grow yourself. So it's really all about personal development. It sounds like cheesy and cliche sometimes when, whenever you hear people go and listen to 15 minutes motivational video every day. I mean, it's a meaning behind that. Like whenever you hear something positive, it just gets your energy up which means as you become more creative, which means as you become more as like your attitude change from like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna have a good day to like, this is gonna be an amazing day. <laughs> and you just do what you have to do. Um, so yes, like the biggest thing is, is, is you grow yourself. You become a better mom, a better friend. You become, um, your people skills, right? Like if you feel like you are kind of like a, a timid person, when you get into network marketing or open your own business, for example, you started to get people skill. You know how to say, how are you? You know how to carry on with a conversation, right? You know how to ask the right questions because, uh, people that are an entrepreneur, like if you're not asking, you're not getting any blessings because when you ask, 
that's when you're going to get the answer yes or no. And that's how you move forward. And that's with everything, like everything in the entrepreneurship. So development is huge. Now, you you mentioned, obviously, your mom of twins, not one, but two, <laughs> two amazing girls. Now, a lot of people will ask you, like, how you do it? How you manage being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being a wife? How do you establish that balance? So when I first started Dagmar, I tell you the truth, the girls was still at home. Um if I say here, I my life is balanced, I would be lying to you because it's no balance. It's just a day by day. You actually have, you know, I have my calendar like in front of me. And this is what I tell people all the time. If you can write it down, the things that you want to do, that you want to accomplish, I would say 70 to 80% they will be accomplished. But most of the time, things will happen and you have to be okay canceling. And the things that you need to do that you know that's priority, try to do it in the morning as fast as you can. Because if you get busy or something happens after lunch or in the afternoon, at least you have done what you're supposed to do. Now, in the beginning, I have the kids with me. So my office, right, it was in a smaller house than this. I didn't have an office for myself. I started on the table uh, and then I went to my closet and I built a little bit of, uh, of uh, a table and my husband put a little table in there and I was building a business in the closet. And today I have this office, which has also manifest on the vision board. So I had my kids playing here. I put a mat in there, I play with them. Then I would come back here and I would do what I need to do. And I would go to the kitchen and make the food and come back and I go to the table and I eat with them and then um, I give a lot of grace to myself whenever I needed to do like a three-way call when I, need, I needed to be in a training um, I used to tell my you know my my sponsor say hey I got my kids with me I'm not gonna I'm not going to be on a zoom you can't see me in a zoom but I can't hear everything because I have my kids so I built with what I could do and I would explain it to them why I was doing that way. So today is a little different. The girls are eight. So I, they can definitely watch a TV whenever I'm doing a Zoom. You know, I'm right here. Sometimes they come in and say hello. But I would say just, just go with your life, right? Like balance between like what you have and stop comparing what other people are doing. Because, you know, I started on my kitchen table. And today I have my own office. So how are you going to start? It's really up to you how much you want it, how bad you want it, right? We hear that, mm -hmm. how bad do you want it? Um, <laughs> I want it bad enough. I want it bad enough. And I knew that one day I was going to have my own office. So what if it would take me four years? So what if it take you 10 years, right? But yeah. if you want to, you just keep going and keep updating your vision board yes. every year. Every year. <laughs> every year. I, I started updating mine in November. And then after November, I spent the whole month of December like adding things that I didn't have in there before or taking out things that already happened. And I just keep going after that. You know, but I would say that your vision board and put everybody in there, put your kids in there, put vacation in there, put uh, your health. I mean, I have my in front of me. I'm going to show it to you because I think that's important. 
Sometimes it's good to talk, talk, right? Talk to talk, but walk, walk, right? It's important. Yes. <laughs> so I have this little one here in front of me, which is like, I want to teach my, my kids how to speak Portuguese. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then I want to uh, take care of like water wells, which is right here, uh, sex trafficking. I want to give my husband like the best unlimited truck, for example. I have a YouTube channel. You know, yeah. this is my company back here, how big I wanted them to get. You see, I, I'm talking about being healthy and I have my kids, I have vacation, a dream home. Like, what do you want? Exactly. Right? Anything that you want, like just put it in there, even if it sounds like crazy. Yes. I had a lot of things in there that were crazy seven years ago. And today I'm like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it just happened. So, yeah. and, and definitely one of them was having my own company and being a top producer like i didn't even know how to talk to people and um today like i teach other people you know and he's telling us i like the idea of a vision board yes yeah it is the, it is a good thing i have one and i do update it but mine is digital because i have it like a um i turn it into a video so i look at it like every day yeah. And it's like a slideshow of the things. And it, it is amazing how, you know, when when you kind of like get those um those desires into a paper or, or a video, and then you see throughout the year how they materialize because you're working toward towards it and you uh, motivate yourself to work you know, for that, yeah. uh, it's so satisfying when, when you finally get, have them yeah. um, realize it's so amazing. And yeah. I do encourage it. So yeah. at least if you can just make yours, <laughs> you yeah, know, it really truly is. And another thing is like, like you said, you have yours digital and this is for people to think about like, what is the best way for you? So mm-hmm. I have my written in the paper. I have my, as an audio that I actually, uh, read into it so I can listen to it. I have it on the board like this and I have a big, big board that's next to me actually right there. Really big, big board. So I have all different ways. And then I have little notes that I put on my mirror and in my refrigerator. So it's a constantly reminder, like, where do I want it to be? What do I want it to be in a year from now? What do I want it to be five years from now or 10 years from now? And uh, to me, it's a big deal because um, growing up, like my mom does not know how to write and read. And for me to be able to go on the computer and type things and know how to write and read, it makes me thinking of my mom too. Do you know? So what is something in your past that you thought that you could never do? Attach that into what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you're going to start to believe in yourself that you can do so much more than you thought you could. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So it, this is amazing because you spoke about things that I do strongly, strongly believe that people um, that are um, navigating the way through entrepreneurship and achieving the goals uh, have to do. You to just talk to us about vision boards and also time blocking, but time blocking sometimes can be challenging and people doesn't know how to work it, how to do it, how do I block my time, how to do that. Which are the key things that you do to manage your time blocking? 
So time clocking for me, I always do it on Sunday. So it depends whenever you start in your week. So Sunday night is the day that I start in time blocking. Just like I have my, this is my whole week, like front and back. So I started with my family. Like when is that my family needs me? So my kids now is in school, like in the beginning they weren't, but now they are. So they are leaving the house at seven o'clock in the morning. They get back home at 3.30. So from 3.30 to seven o'clock, I'm all about that mom. They will do homework. They'll be with the husband. They will do dinner. They will do whatever I need to do for my family. I am present with my family. If I need to get on my phone or check something, no big deal. But that's not my priority at that point then I know that every day in the morning, I'm going to get up, I'm going to take care of my kids. So I block that time and I put, I'm going to show it to you guys because I think it's a little bit easier. I put girls. So that's my time with the girls, the time to wake up. And then right after that, when I drop them off, I do my activities as fast as I can. So if I'm working in network marketing in the morning, so I'm talking about I'm going to take in my products, right? So if you are in makeup, you're going to put makeup on or do a live, or maybe on health and wellness, you're going to take your protein shake, like whatever, whatever company that you at, you want it to be using the products every day. So to me, it's like, and then I'm going to do follow-ups and I'm going to do prospecting. I'm going to do happy birthday. I'm going to start a recruiting. And this is all before nine o'clock. And then I'm going to take a break. So in that break, I'm going to tell myself, what can I do next? Am I going to do a live? Am I going to do my traditional business? Or maybe you have a hobby that you like. Maybe you want to do motivational videos, whatever. But you already have took away like the hardest part of the day, which is most of the time things that we don't want to do. You want to tag that, what you, I, what do you would say? Like you want to eat the frog, right? Eat the frog <laughs> yes. in the morning, so then it's done and over with. And if you don't write it down, you will catch yourself at seven o'clock at night and it's like, oh my goodness, I was on Facebook three hours and I was on Instagram for two and I talked to so-and-so and I talked to this person and I didn't prospect. I didn't follow up. You didn't do what you're supposed to do. How are you supposed mm -hmm. to make money? Exactly. So think about it. The reason why you're starting business because you want to make money, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. You're going to have friends. You're going to have a community. You know, you're going to become more influential. You're going to have all the other things. But what what makes you make money? is doing the things that you need to do, which is follow up, prospecting and recruiting, right? Okay. And you, of course, having new friends, but this is what I do. And then here I put the rest of the stuff like lunch, uh, play with a puppy. I just got a puppy, so I got play Yay. with a puppy. <laughs> I put, um, you know, if, if I have some specific things, like I'm open another online business, there's a tea business, so I put tea business, work on that, um, listen to audiobooks. And sometimes it's kind of silly. It's like, why do you have to write all those things? Well, if you don't, then you will never do it. Yes, that's you right. You will never do it. It's like open a business and you're not inviting anybody to come to your restaurant. So in network marketing, it's having a business, but you don't have your business list. Exactly. Like, who are you going to talk to? Just anybody? 
it doesn't work that way because you, you're gonna you're gonna need to have your list like ready. That's and right. this is just a reminder. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying in the beginning, it's like a perfect day would be like. I have 10 things to do and all 10 things going to happen. Well, you probably won't. Maybe three or four is going to happen and six of them, it won't. Mm -hmm. Out of the 10, which one is priority to you? Out of the 10, which one is important exactly. to you? To me, it's loving on my kids, be available for them at 3.30. So if I wanted to be available for my kids at 3.30, 4, 4.30, 6 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. Then I have to do the things that I need to do before they arrive before they get home and then i don't feel guilty that i didn't work on my business and right? the other thing is that you know these things can be a very huge distractor for everybody right <laughs> yeah. um but i love to use them as a timer i love to time yeah. myself between tasks so i don't get distracted and i'm on like on point and like okay now i can move to the next thing that i have on my to-do list or you know my calendar for the day um, and that's another technique that everybody can use also for time blocking. Um, yes. But I love, I love uh, how you explain it. I love, you know, the routine that you have established for yourself. And I love that you approve, leaving proof that this system works. Yes. Um, now we are about to go and I would love to know where people can like get in contact to you or follow you. So it's very easy. It's just my name, Di Carter. So if you want, if you want to get in contact with me uh, through the website, it's just dicarter.com. You can contact me over there. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. I just kind of like started on TikTok. So I'm there. On <laughs> Everybody's there. So I was like, I gotta be there too. Um, but then you know one best. The, I have not like I'm not on TikTok. You gotta get in there. I'm still, I'm still like, um, I don't know. I'm still got it of it. Like I'm, I'm still not being convinced. Uh, but the other thing is that I want to get into Clubhouse and when Android people is going to be allowed to be on Club, in Clubhouse. That's my question. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. So I still have. So you team Android. So you with me. Okay. Okay. Now I don't feel alone. Thank I, have, I have a Samsung. I have been a Samsung girl like a long, long time. Yeah, me too. And, uh, but you know, with this whole Clubhouse here, mm -hmm. I am most bought an iPhone just because of it. Yeah, easy? me too. Um, but I'm still like, okay, they, they should like bring it to us at some point, right? Yeah, uh, but I right. love it. So everybody, if you want to like follow uh, Die Carter, you can follow it on Facebook. You just have to search her name, Die Carter, and uh, diecarter.com also for, let me show the banner again so everybody can like see it, diecarter.com on her website. Um, I am so so thankful for you my friend i am so blessed for having you in my life uh thanks for being here with us today any final words before we leave i mostly want to say i'm honored to be here with you thank you for inviting me to be interviewed thank you for being a phenomenal phenomenal friend and uh, my last words for someone that's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur it's like they need to think that you see that dream and all of it that you want, it will happen if you stay consistent, if you take the actions, and if you have a deeply understanding 
that you're going to have setbacks, that you're going to have failures, that you're going to make mistakes, that is always going to have other people ahead of you. They're, they're going to be on the chapter 10, 20, and 50, and you can't compete with it or chase. What you need to do, it's be you. And you hear that all the time, and I couldn't understand that either until I kind of like, I get it now. I got to be me on this journey. But what that really meant is I got to grow me on this journey. So you become a different person as an entrepreneur, but it's just you, but the best version of you. Just have this huge understanding that a lot of things are gonna go wrong, but it meant to go wrong. So that way you'll be prepared so whenever the big thing happened, you're like, I deserve it. I'm worthy. I deserve it. I was capable to do it. And this is the reason I'm here. Because I worked so hard for four, five, ten years to get where I'm at. And it's going to be so worth it whenever you get it. Trust me, because I feel it like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for those words and that's completely true um I, I do agree with you thanks for those last words well everybody this is our episode for today what? thanks for watching don't forget to subscribe don't forget to subscribe here to my page Dagmar Torres don't forget to subscribe to our podcast audio on Anchor and Spotify and some other seven platforms uh you just have to search it as a be fearless podcast uh sometimes you will have to add my name so you can find it and you can also watch the live replay in youtube uh during the next week so thanks for being here with us don't forget to uh subscribe and until then until our next episode don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless bye bye